Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to season two of BM Evolution Podcast. And this is your main event of the evening. The man in charge of this episode is the host, Vic Muscat. Off script, off record, I have to say, I am humbled to have the future of women's wrestling with us when she came out and went against Britt Baker. No matter what the Facebook video says now, I said, point blank, and I wish I had someone to back me up on this when I said this, there's a future right there. Because you have Cody, you have QT Marshall training her. This is the one and only Brooke Havoc. How are you doing today? Hey, what's up? I'm really happy to be here. How are you? I am doing well, considering that it's getting colder outside. I'm not happy, but you know, it is what it is. (laughs) So I did see that video you posted recently. Yeah, social media. The whole time I was looking at it, I was like jumping up and down, going, "I did not write you off. I did not write. I didn't. I knew you'd be back. I did not. That's not me. That might be other every other mark, but that's not me." Yeah, yeah, definitely excited that I finally. It's been a long six months, a long seven months because it took a month to get surgery. But yeah, yeah, I'm ready to be back, and I'm hungry. I'm ready to go. You seem hungry, and you seem like. Like I said, you thought I thought your skills against Britt Baker was really good, considering that you're so young in the sport. And I honestly still believe a championship belt will be around your waist very soon. Oh, I really appreciate that. Hopefully. I mean, and I usually never back down my words. Like I said, social media, Raw had their number one draft pick. SmackDown had their number one draft pick. Here is the Evolution's number one draft pick. Nice. <laughs> So how would you describe yourself? Um, I'm a, a big, gritty, hungry, ambitious type of person. Like when I set out to do something, I'm going to make sure it happens. Uh, but in the same vein, like I'm just here to have fun and pursue my dreams. Like this is, there's nothing I see myself doing besides wrestling. I just like, I have a feeling like somehow, some way I'm going to make make it happen, make something, make a career out of this. What is your earliest memories as a fan when it comes to professional wrestling? Um, My older brother actually introduced me to professional wrestling when I was around like seven and I was the biggest Undertaker and Edge fan ever. I had this like little uh, Undertaker bear. I don't know if you had ever seen them, but they had the full cape the hat the tattoo everything (laughs) and I like carried that around everywhere with me how much did it break your heart when it was Undertaker versus Edge at Wrestlemania it's like yeah it was so rough for me (laughs) so uh what's so your first match was it against Britt Baker in AEW your very first match Uh, My very first match was actually a tag match at the Nightmare Factory Showcase. So after our three-month camp, we had a showcase with all the campers in it. And I tagged with Kat Spencer against Adina Divinity and uh, Hashtag Baby. Everything went well during that match. Yeah, it was it was a fun match. I had fun. Me and Kat secured the victory. So it was a really, really fun experience, especially for my first match. And getting to uh, tag with somebody that I had been training with for 
the past three months and we did workouts together. We did a lot together. So we already had that bond. So I feel like we worked really well as a tag team. How is Cody behind the scenes? Because, you know, you have some people that says he's like, he's like, you know, trying to be like Triple H and he's an asshole. And you have some people are saying that he's a really cool guy. Everything you see is just for front, front of the camera. How is he personally? Uh, in my personal experience, Cody's like the nicest guy in the world. <laughs> he's not silly because really... he's a trainer, are you? No, he's really a great person and like a great trainer as well. I've learned so much inside and outside of the business from both QT and Cody like that I'm endlessly grateful for. Having a Rhodes train you, that's big. That's it. How, how, how do you stumble upon that? I had always wanted to try professional wrestling. I just didn't know if it was a tangible thing. And I started researching schools and stuff like that. Back, I'm actually from California, uh, NorCal, and there's not much going on over there. So um, I started training for a couple months, but it was COVID months. So there wasn't really much training out there. And then I saw Cody's school, like the whole flyer for it and submit an application and all of that. And I was like, well, let's, let's just send out the application and see what'll come from it. And I didn't think like I would get selected because only 25 were getting selected. I'm all the way from California. I didn't think they would be interested in that. I had like no experience and stuff like that, but Somehow I was selected as one of those 25 and I was just over the moon excited about it. So you just, you're coming back from an injury. Was it a blown out ACL or ACL tear? Uh, it was a full ACL tear and I tore my meniscus in two places. When did this happen? Did it happen during a match or during training? Uh, during my last dark match with Layla Hirsch. Oh, and she's a she's a pit bull right there. Yeah, <laughs> she's a limb expert. She got uh. Now, when do you know what happened? You what happened when it went out? Can you tell her? Um, I did uh feel like the pain and stuff during the match, but I just like knew I had to keep going, so I did go ahead and finish the match and. Nice. Um, yeah, definitely had that that was a crazy moment but I I wouldn't change anything and yeah I feel like this time being out as long as it like has been and how much like frustration it's brought me and everything it's also has like opened up a lot in my mind about like all the different things I want to do in wrestling and stuff like that and just gave me a second to like step back because I was, uh, like, I was never expecting to go to dark so soon or anything like that. I'm so green. Like, I have so much to learn still. So I feel like it was, it was not, like, completely terrible that I had to take a step back for a little bit as much as it was frustrating. But because yeah, you have COVID, and all of a sudden after COVID, you know, you ACL. What did you ACL and COVID with the same time? Uh, they, yeah, they, that was around the, yeah, they're still doing the, the COVID shows. They weren't traveling yet. We were still in Jacksonville. 
So I didn't get the whole fan experience. <laughs> so I hear the injuries like that. Uh, some wrestlers or athletes in general go through a stage of depression. Did you feel any depression during it or? Yeah, it was definitely, definitely really rough. Um, the thing that mostly like helped me out was uh, working out and training and going to the gym, still showing up to uh, the Nightmare Factory to watch other people train and stuff like that. Just anything to keep my mind off of it because it does suck to just get like you're you're on this ride and you just get everything stripped away from you. And you're just forced to like sit on the sidelines and watch everybody do what you wanted to do. So it was definitely like really hard for me, especially the first couple of months and even just being helpless in terms of like not being able to walk after surgery for a certain amount of time and like not being able to put on my shoes and stuff like, like normal, easy things like that, that you kind of just take for granted that stuff really was rough and being across the country from my family too my mom flew out for the surgery but could only be here for a couple days so like missing them all of it just hit me all at once (laughs) yeah that's how long did it take you to recover from it like six Uh, it's been six months yes six months no it's really cool that they're um because i know so many i heard so many wrestlers or athletes when they have a tear ACL like that their team or promotion will drop them and it's good to know yeah. that AEW you know still sees something in you like I do and see like yeah. you right there definitely appreciate that so if, if you could wrestle anyone any promotion past or present who would you wrestle um that's a really good one Present, I would definitely love to have a match with Thunder Rosa. I feel like that would be really, really fun. Uh, and Emmy Sakura, for sure. Like, I just have so much respect for her. I would love to get trained by her, too. Like, I feel like that would be great. And from the past, I would love to wrestle Paige. Definitely, like, a lifelong dream. <laughs> it's like a normal training day for you. Um, so usually I'll, uh, I have like a gym schedule, different days I hit. And then after that, I'll, I'll head into the nightmare factory and do our trainings there. I see a guitar behind you. What bands do you like? Uh, Avenged Sevenfold is definitely my number one. I love Silverstein, uh, The Used, Bull for My Valentine. Boy, all, all the rock, the metal, the emo, all of that stuff is is what I like. <laughs> I know you're gonna say Fozzy. Yes, Fozzy is great. I love Fozzy. So, um, what's the who has been like the most? How should I phrase this? Who's been the most important, like influential person during your journey? Like, has it been your family? Has it been like Cody or? Who's been, like, the most influential? Um, I would definitely say both uh, Cody and QT. Like, just the fact of, like, wanting to make them proud and, like, just how much 
I'm grateful to have had those three months with them and all that training. I, I could never like express enough gratitude for that. What do uh, people think feel like misunderstand you? Like what you misunderstood the most on? Um, that's a tough one. I'm not too sure. <laughs> well, since you're into like, you know, all the rock music, what's your favorite swear word? Um, I, I always go to let's fucking go. Always got that one. That's, no. that's kind of the thing. <laughs> it's the part that's nice. That's, I like that. <laughs> So other than coming onto the show, do you have any regrets in your wrestling career? Uh, that is definitely not a regret. Um, not starting sooner. I wish I wish I would have found a school or like started sooner. I know I'm still young, but it would have been great. Or like, yeah, I feel like that's definitely it. In the vast world of professional wrestling, what's wrestler? I mean, what promotion? I just ask, what promotions do you watch when you're not with AEW right now? AEW, like you're home alone. What promotions do you watch? I honestly watch a lot of AEW. We got Monday Elevation, Tuesday Dark, Friday Rampage, Wednesday Dynamite. I feel like it's so much that I'm like. I constantly got to be watching it to keep up and everything. So it definitely takes a lot of my time watching AEW. <laughs> Which uh, AEW wrestler you you just like to see turn heel? Um, I would never want to see Fuego turn heel. Never would want to see that. <laughs> He's well, too big of a baby face. <laughs> Well, what do you say? What makes you, you really think so? Yeah, I would not want to see Fuego as a, as a heel ever. <laughs> oh, I can see your your point. So, um, Heather Moore came out recently and said that wrestling is more mental than physical. His mental health is more important in professional wrestling than physical health. Would you agree or disagree with that? I think it could go both ways. Definitely. Um, I think mental health is a huge thing. It's something like I'm a big advocate as about as well. Um, I just think it's so important. And just to like know the signs of depression for people, just more awareness and like making it normal to seek help and all of that stuff is super important. And I... Yeah, I definitely think that mental health is important, but in the same vein, we do put our body bodies through so much. So it's definitely just as important to take care of your physical health. When you're just like at an ordinary event or a concert and you see a folded steel chair, what do you th which wrestler do you think of right away? Uh, Sabu. <laughs> <laughs> Good choice. Good choice. Yeah, Everyone I've always asked keeps on saying, like, you know, like Sean Spears, but Sabu, you're right. He had that top row, uh, that uh, platform, Spring for I can't think of his name, his name right now. And I know when I get off the air with you, I'm going to be like, shit. And then I think of it. Yeah, definitely Sean Spears, too. Yeah, for sure. 
What was the last song you listened to that was a wrestling entrance, wrestler's entrance? Uh, Darby Allen's, not gonna lie. <laughs> it's such a good one. I fell, it's so good. That's, that's a good one. That's a good one, yeah. So what finishing move do you think in professional wrestling that in reality is the least effective? Um, I think they're all effective in some degree. I think that's a, that's a difficult one to, to answer. <laughs> I guess if it's done correctly, you know. Yeah, for sure. What storyline in wrestling are you most interested in right now? I'm really interested in all the, the Britt Baker, Ruby Soho, Chris Statlander, all that stuff is like really interesting to me currently. Do you think Britt Baker's at that level? Well, you know how you have Stone Cold. They tried to turn him heel again. Fans didn't buy it. He was still Stone Cold. They did it with The Rock. Do you think Britt Baker's at that level now where, you know, she can say like, I hate all of you. I'm going to kill all of you. And the fans are still cheer. And think that yeah, great. Sprint figures say that kill us. Yeah, I wild enough. I I really think she's there. Like she has the fans, whether she's just hating on them or not. It's wild. It's so great. Like she does an incredible job. I don't think she sleeps. Probably not. I think she's, she's never- going twenty four seven as well. I mean, being she- a dentist and wrestling. Jeez, that's a lot. Jeez, I give her a lot of respect and a lot of props for that, but that's too much. I'm tired of thinking about it. Yeah, so much respect for her. If you had to do one or the other, fight Kenny Omega or do the Milk Creek Challenge, which one would you do? Man, I would love to wrestle Kenny Omega. <laughs> it would be, it'd be definitely, definitely a dream too but do i think i would win no i have better chances at the milk crate challenge (laughs) you have any younger brothers or sisters yeah i have two younger brothers an older sister and an older brother have you ever tried to put any of them in a wrestling hole yeah when we were younger (laughs) we we always did that my my mom would be screaming in the living room because i'd get my little brother in an ankle lock or we'd try to pedigree or body slam each other or suplex each other and it just never went well <laughs> until the, the, the screaming starts and you're in trouble and you're like yeah exactly and the back then the excuse of no i'm starting to become a professional wrestler doesn't work yeah it was not valid at all <laughs> so any wrestler from the past that you you could bring back and they'll be at their prime. Who would it be? Um, just because I know, uh, not like bring back as in like just from injury, yeah. from anything. Like you can say like Fabulous Moolah, for example. And she'll be yeah. back, you know, like, like wrestling in AEW, like the Fabulous Moolah. Like, she was if it, if it counts, I would love for Paige to be back, despite the, the neck injury and everything. 
because any chance of getting to work with her would be absolutely insane to me. She's always been somebody that like I looked up to in wrestling. I think Edge and Daniel Bryan are Bryan and Daniel's son both proven to us anything's possible. Yeah, exactly. You never know. She could come back. It would be dope. <laughs> That'd be cool, yeah. So what current wrestler that could be AEW or anywhere else do you think is the best on the mic? Best on the mic? Definitely Chris Jericho. MJF is great on the mic. So good. On the women's side, Britt Baker. You got to give it to her. She's so good. <laughs> MJF is one of those guys that he's a complete asshole that you hate, but if you're a real wrestling fan, you know that he's doing a great job. He's supposed, yeah. he's supposed to keep bringing that feelings out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's so good at that. Have you ever dealt with any like knucklehead wrestling fans? Um, not, I'm actually surprised. I haven't really had to deal with anything too crazy or wild. Is that we went to an event um, last year. And, you know, we saw a bunch of wrestlers. It was like an independent event in, near Boston. And, you know, before you know, some of the wrestlers left, my friend ran over and get autographs, stuff like that. And we heard that was an unwritten rule that the wrestlers, like, leave in. You don't, like, jump on for an autograph. You had your autograph time. That's it. Is that true? Um, I personally, I wouldn't mind it. Uh, I, I know, like, higher profile wrestlers that could be more difficult for them because they have a lot of things to do so i could see that being kind of a, a small inconvenience but i think it it's not like a you can't go after like signings and stuff like that i think it's always worth a try so how do you handle your your haters online the, the trolls i guess you call them because i bet you get found there are trolls you know when you pull out your ACL or Tori ACL that was like kind of like, ha ha. And how do you handle that? Yeah. Um, I, it's, I just try to be a really positive person. I honestly like just seeing all the love, like coming from fans, it 10 times out of 10 just cancels out those for me. Like it, those don't matter at all to me when I see all the love that that fans have and just support and everything given it. I just appreciate that so much that I can't let those small things bother me. It's the like one out of a million comments that are just like, Oh, she was too small. That's why she tore her ACL. Yeah. <laughs> Has there ever been like an insult when you just looked at it and do this laugh to go like, I take that as a compliment. Thank you. Um, not, not that I could think of off the top of my head. <laughs> so far in your career, what's the most important lesson that you've learned? What's the most important what? what was lesson. That? lesson that you learned. Um, Glacier gave us a really good quote during our camp. And uh, it was, it's not about who you know, it's about who will say they know you. And I feel like that has definitely stuck with me throughout my journey just with making the right connections and the right impressions and all of that stuff. I feel like it's definitely helped a lot.
that's actually really good advice. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought of that before. That's really good advice. I give Grayson credit. I remember watching him in WCW. Same Grayson, yeah. right? He's the WCW wrestler, the Mortal Kombat guy. Yes, okay. I love Grayson. He's, he's always around the Nightmare Factory. He's such a great guy, such like knowledgeable guy. No, I'm glad that he's still around and he's still making a difference. Yeah. So what's your op opinion on the competitor WWE? Um, not going to lie, I don't watch too much of their product that much anymore. I, I, I don't have any, like, bad feelings towards them. I just, I kind of don't keep up with it enough to have many opinions on it. Because <laughs> we were on, um, once a week I talked to you on these guys who about wrestling and we were saying the other day that um, WWE is like, is not even wrestling anymore. It's more like a Vegas show. And it's AEW, definitely more entertainment based, yeah. It's like AEW, whether AEW in the road, down the road, succeeds or fails, they sparked the independent wrestling revolution. Yeah, I definitely, definitely can appreciate that and and see that as well. I, I love the fact that they sparked the independent world. I love the independent wrestling much more than WWE. It's also a lot cheaper too. Yeah. <laughs> so if you could go back and tell yourself something, if you, you did, right now, if you could go back and tell you something before your first match, before your first training, a piece of advice that you know now, but you didn't know back then, what would it be? To be less anxious and just have fun. Because <laughs> I, I tend to get anxious before matches or like certain important training days, a lot of that stuff. And sometimes it just takes me like it, it I just need a second to like step back and just remember that I'm just here to have fun and do what I love to do. It's like I step back and smell the roses instead of like work, 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 work. Yeah, exactly. Is there any move that you won't do? Like any wrestling move? Not really. I'm down to like do any, any wrestling moves. I don't really have any like, oh, I'm not gonna, not gonna try that. So give us a sneak peek of your grand return. I, I take it that you're going to be more of a heel than a face this time around? Um, we'll see. We'll oh, see. Oh, oh, come on. Yeah. Oh. Well, oh. but, but I will have my first match back here in Atlanta at Championship Wrestling for Atlanta. And then... Uh, that's this Thursday on Friday. I'll be in Milwaukee at Zello Pro. Any issues with the knee still, or is it ready no, to go? No, I'm, I'm ready to go. It's feeling great. It's actually feeling stronger than it was before because I actually had a partially torn ACL for uh, a couple years. It was an old basketball injury from high school that they told me would heal on its own, and mm -hmm. evidently. That was not the case. <laughs> Came back and got me. But yeah, I'm feeling stronger than than before pre-surgery. What exactly is an emo head? 
Uh, just people who love the emo culture, the emo music, all of that, the post-hardcore phase. Nothing wrong with that. I, I, yeah. Cool. Very cool. And I saw Evil Head. I was like, I didn't know if that was like kind of a playoff of Edgehead or what that was. Just like the like metal heads, all that stuff. And I was like, I'm more of a an emo music type of girl. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the the label emo heads. <laughs> your uh, logo on your head is both from like Valentine-ish. Has anyone told you that? Yeah, well, yes. The yeah, definitely like more metal type logo, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, nothing wrong with it. I like it. It's just, it's looking at it right away. I think to myself, like, boy, for my Valentine, right there. Yeah, the, the BH and the crossbones and stuff. Yeah, definitely. What is your favorite boy for my Valentine song? Your Betrayal or Tears Don't Fall. Those two are so good. Those are the, those are the top ones. Uh, Last Fight's a good one. But yeah. Yeah, really good. Tears like, Don't Fall Part Two is also really good. <laughs> That's a good one. I th- it feels like it's different than the first one, though. But, yeah, a, but, definitely a different feel, but I feel like in a good way. So with all the wrestlers that you met with AEW, can you at least tell me who's really an asshole? Oh. <laughs> Besides MJF. AJ, MJF's off the table. Uh, that's all I had was MJF. <laughs> that was the only one I had. Oh, come on, he can't be that bad behind the camera. Big heel guy, MJF, yeah. <laughs> that, that's it. <laughs> hey, it's not bringing K-Fed, but you gotta give him credit. Yeah. So what do you like to do on your off time, when you do have off time? I really like going on hikes. There's, I've learned there's a lot of cool places around Georgia, being out here for as long as I've been. Um, there's in the area I was in California, there wasn't that many great hikes, but there's like waterfalls over here and stuff like that, which is super fun. And definitely being in the gym. <laughs> I'm in the gym every time that I have outside of uh, wrestling and all of that. Jeez, so you work out what, what, five, six days a week? Yes, definitely. <laughs> Damn. That's respectful. That's respectful right there. I give you like three, four, and then I'm like done. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what does the future hold for Brooke Havoc? Honestly, I don't, I'm not too sure yet, but I'm ready to take on the Indies. I'm excited to see where I can go, what opportunities I can get. I'm just, I'm just hungry for every every opportunity, every promotion that, that wants to bring me in, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to face everybody. And AEW is one of the first promotions that picked you up? Yeah, the first one that gave me gave me a chance, yes. Jeez, that's, you know, how much of a bullet point of a resume that is? <laughs> if you're like, oh, yeah, I'm from, like, you know, Lucky 17, from, like, Kentucky, Southwest Kentucky, you're just, like, First place to give me a shot was AEW. Yeah, I'm, I never, <laughs> it's wild. I can never be more grateful. It's still to this day, it's crazy to me. Like, uh, 
It's so wild. So grateful. Kenny Omega is the one that does the women's wrestling behind the scenes, doesn't he? He does some of it, yes. Yeah. So does Dustin as well. Yeah, that's, I heard Kenny Omega, but I so much wrestling going on these days. I'm starting to lose track. I used to have yeah. parents that had kids and wrestling, and yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, where can our listeners find you online? At Brooke Havoc on all social media. Got the handle on all of them. <laughs> yes, Havoc with a K, right? Yes, Havoc with a K. Is Q- QT Marshall a cool guy or is he? Yeah, QT Marshall is a great guy, great trainer, super like well knowledgeable, like basically literally knows everything in wrestling. One of the, I, literally one of the best wrestlers, I would say. And you're not just saying, you're just not saying that, you know, just to, you know, hopefully they don't listen to this show. It's a Southern Vermont podcast. I mean, New England area listens to it. I'm grateful for that. So <laughs> they probably won't be listening to this if you want to say anything like, well. No, honestly, I have so much respect for QT. So much respect from like how hard he's worked throughout his entire career. It's crazy. I should ask this question before, but in AEW, who would you like to wrestle in AEW? Definitely Thunder and Chris Statlander and Emi Sakura. Like those are those are the top three. Jade Cargill would be would be a great match as well. Because yeah, AEW has so many outstanding talent there, it's just it's nuts. I mean, yeah. There's, I, I can name so many from AEW talent that I would love the opportunity to, to get in the ring with just so much talent. At first, when I heard they were doing like Rampage and Elevation, I was like, here we go with the whole Monday Night Raw thing again, three hours, they bore the crap out of us, but I can't stop watching. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> AEW, I, I mean, Raw, I stopped watching maybe months ago. Uh, you want to say hi? Hi. Hi. You see, this is the reason why I love professional wrestling. I want the sport to be in good hands, which in the women's division it is. So <laughs> older and watching wrestling, he can enjoy as much as his old man. And yeah. hopefully, don't put him down his baby sister. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, so, were there any questions that you disappointed in ask you? No, not at all. I know. Like you, you, would you say this is like a, like a five-star show? Four-star at least? Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Liked all the questions. Yeah, I, I try, but... But anyways, you are a great and amazing sport competitor in the sport. I mean, coming back from an ACL tear like the way you did, you are doing right now, is absolutely unbelievable. A lot of people will just quit. And I was very excited, even though you were saying that you know, no one had your back when you got hurt and I was going wait a sec I was excited to see that video because I was it's like you're coming back yeah <laughs> yeah getting that step closer you're just like oh no and I like the whole like chip on your shoulder type angle yeah it was definitely definitely all true feelings all the frustration all those like bad days that I had it was all real for me and yeah, that is unbelievable though well, thank you, Brooke. I look forward to watching you in the ring again. And, thank you. And be prepared because whoever comes in the show and they do hit AEW, 
I do rant and rave on social media line. Like, that's right. Here's Brooke Havoc, Evolution's own. Here we go. I do make a fool of myself, just to warn you. In a respectful way, but. Not a problem at all. Thank yeah. you. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you, you coming on, Brooke. Take care of yourself, and you have a good yeah. night. Good day. <laughs> See Thank you later. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.